I'm the type of person that thinks a tiny bit of flirt in the workplace is okay. Might even be necessary for morale or whatever, you know? Yeah. A tiny bit, but I'm different in the fact that I, uh, I do it more towards men. <laughs> I'm the same. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. I'm s- it's just my sense of humor is to flirt. Exactly. So I can do it towards a man and I'm fairly safe that no one's going to make any uh, accusations towards me. So I'm sitting here and um, the closet door we have in here is one of the sliding ones that you have to kind of put on the track slides back and forth. Well, this one's messed up. So I just kind of took it off and leaned it against the back part of my door. So every time I open my room door, it opens and it taps it a little bit. Well, I have it leaning at an angle like this. And I guess every time I open the door and it taps it, it kind of straightens it out, straightens it out, straightens it out. So I'm setting up for this. And I open my door and it hits the door and I'm setting up my laptop on my on my uh my desk here and I just hear this crash and I turn around and it fell on my desk it knocked over everything it barely missed my laptop like everything was everywhere it broke my floor lamp like so that's what I was doing (laughs) like five minutes before this Arizona ghost yeah yeah yeah, they're mean over here, man. I mean, you've probably got, I mean, yeah, you've probably got, are you on an Indian burial ground or anything? or? Um, not directly on it, but there are uh, some reservations east and west of us. You're not sure then if you've got reservations? No, <laughs> I didn't make the call. Oh, that kind of, oh, like, yeah, yeah like that kind of reservation. Yeah, right? yeah. Gotcha, yeah. Yeah, I just kind of show up. I'm I'm that guy. Yeah. You're very dark. I well the fucking floor lamp's broken. So oh, I only yeah. got I only got one lamp yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I'm gonna do after we're done here. <laughs> maybe that's a uh, maybe it's a sign we're being shut down. I don't know. I, I know. the door right? on us or <laughs> we haven't been cancelled yet so they have to find other ways to to get us can I just throw a door at us and expect us to buckle maybe me you're not well you know yeah. <laughs> I haven't had a door thrown at me yet so it's fucking right there just looking at me too <laughs> <laughs> when is a door not a door oh I know this one when it's a jar ha uh, yeah Damn. <clears throat> when am I not happy? You're never Someone happy. Someone gets the bloody punchline of a joke, which I was going to do. <laughs> <laughs> branding. So, brandy? I said branding. Oh. Who wants to sponsor us? <laughs> I have some toffee syrup in my tea. I don't know what brand it is, though, so it's not really going to help with the branding. Toffee? Yeah. Not a fan. I don't know. I bought some toffee syrup and it should go in coffee, really, but I don't really drink coffee, so it's kind of pointless. Okay. Yeah, I don't drink coffee either. I don't see the... I don't I don't see it. 
I drink some f- like mochas every now and again. Although over here, over here they get called mockers, which kind of bothers me. What are they called? Mockers. Mockers. Rather than mocha. Mockers. No, no, like like a mocha, rather than a mocha. Mocha. Mocha, because people here just read things the way they're written, rather than using you know you got you got to native it up, don't you? Rather than churching it up like we do. I mean, fucking fancy, fair. dude. Get it with the times. Fuck. Well, you got you got to you got to have a bit of a cultural appreciation. Yeah, we do. Well, I mean, I'm living I on. In, that. I'm living on in native burial ground. I mean, that's some type of appreciation. Some, something there. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure. I call that appreciation, but it is desecration. No, something. Yeah, I think that's the word. <laughs> desecration. <laughs> That's all I so need next, in this house. Next time I go for a Starbucks drive-through, although I don't actually go to Starbucks because I object to Starbucks assholes. Every last one of them. Same as Amazon. Don't use Amazon <clears throat> unless they want to sponsor us. In which case, <laughs> you're great. But anyway, next next time I go for one of those and they call it a mocker, I'm going to say you're desecrating an Indian burial ground by saying that. <laughs> <laughs> and then just wait for the blank stare. The machines don't. Well, the machines look quite blank at you anyway. We don't even get real people in ours. So. <laughs> the machines. <laughs> That's what it's going to come to. Yeah. We're all going to be on Mars. Yeah. Well, no, we're not. We're too poor. I'm going. Ten million dollars a ticket. I'll stow away on that rocket. I'll find a way. It's a good question. Now I got to ask you. Do you think? Bezos and Branson should be astronauts. Do you think they're astronauts? No, they're not. They're just rich guys. Why do you say that? Because they have money. Lots of it. No, no. <laughs> not oh, not literal. Okay, my bad. <laughs> Why do you say they're not astronauts? Because they're not trained. Uh, that's something you need lots of schooling and training for. So when I say astronaut, you think of astronaut in terms of a profession. Yeah. Astronaut, cosmonaut, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't think that an astronaut is someone who's just been into space? No, that's just a guy who's been in space. So do you know where? It's a label. So do you know where the term astronaut comes from? No, I'm not that smart. Well, I only know this because I had an argument about it earlier. (laughs) (laughs) Because the term astronaut actually comes from science fiction. It's not a profession. We just adopted it. You, the, the American, well, yeah, I would I don't necessarily say Americans because obviously, yeah, it's basically just been adopted and they've called that the profession. So if someone's an astronaut, effectively, it's, it, I believe the original terminology was something along the lines of um, someone who has traveled in space. That's what okay. an astronaut is. But then the profession of being, the profession of an astronaut requires training and is, is effectively a job. Yeah. So I would say they are astronauts, but they would not be FAA qualified accredited astronauts. It's like me calling myself a football player just because I've played it before. <laughs> not well, professionally. It's, it's a tricky one because I was thinking like... Or a musician, you know? Well, the thing that I liken it to is like, because you can't take a term 
and just decide that you have the official terminology for it. It'd be like saying, right, you're no longer allowed to call anything a table unless it's been made by a specific accredited body. Otherwise, Ikea. that's not a table. <laughs> so the, the word table <clears throat> means any table, which we all know what a table is, four legs, bit of wood on it, have sex on it, whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, so technically an astronaut is anyone who's been into space. But, I like my version better. But that's the thing is because like some people were saying to me like, oh, well, I've been on a, I've been on a plane. So that, but that doesn't make me a pilot. And I was like, yeah, no, I'm just, why would it? Why is that likening to it? Yeah. Because an astronaut flying the plane. Neither, neither does, neither does an astronaut. Well, they fly up there when they're, as I said, the different the difference to me is that astronaut is two meanings, and that's why it's tricky. Because there's not many things like that. Like if you say carpenter, technically you can be a carpenter, yeah, but you're not a trained carpenter. You you can still be an accredited carpenter. So there's two different types there. It's two different things. I could be a carpenter because I can make a table out of wood. So, so I'm a carpenter. I've done carpentry. But I couldn't computer, go and apply yeah. for a job because Com- I haven't. Computer done programming. That's that's a big one. There's so many people that yeah. know how to do computer programming, but they exactly. don't have that piece of paper, so they're not considered programmers. You know. So you're not a computer <clears throat> programmer, even yeah. though you are a computer programmer. So where do you want to go at this? It's it's really tricky. But the terminology you you can't decide because they effectively they've changed the definition deliberately to stop Bezos and Branson being allowed to be called an astronaut, and that's what bothers me because it's like you can't change what something means because you're trying to protect it. it's like i'm now going to call myself a sausage I do so, so no one else no one else is allowed to be a sausage so i'm going to change what sausage means and from now on you can't use the term sausage to describe a sausage so we'll just start calling a sausage a nick yeah if you like but yeah. as long as you don't call it a sausage that's okay because i've changed the definition i'm now a sausage and i'm changing the definition now you can't call a sausage a sausage so they just do that on like Wikipedia or something, you know, people can Basically, just change shit. It is. Yeah. That's what they've yeah. done. They've changed it on Wikipedia. So now that they're not. <laughs> Nailed it. It's strange because I mean, like most people just call me a knobhead, but. Or something to that effect. Yeah. I'll get there one day. <laughs> <laughs> so when did this, you know, roughly when this happened, the when, changing, the, the changing thing. of the definition. Yeah. Four or five days ago. Oh, just recently. Okay. Oh yeah. It was basically, um, when did Bezos go to space? Like two weeks ago now? Shit, I don't even know. Whenever it was. It's the only sad thing was that he ended up coming back. But anyway, he, yeah, I think basically that day they had like a, a hearing to decide whether or not, and they basically said, no, he wouldn't be allowed to be an astronaut. And then I don't know when they sort of officially changed it. I saw something four or five days ago saying that it had been changed. All right. I got a question for you. One way trip to terraform and colonize Mars. Are you on that ship? It's the only way I'm ever getting laid again. Hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) See, because when women say to me, if you were the last man on earth, I still wouldn't. I think, right. I've got to go to Mars. Got to go to Mars. (laughs) Yep. You got to go to a different planet. It's the only way. Yep. 
Gotta do what you gotta do, bud. I can't be the last man here, so <laughs> I gotta be the first man somewhere else. <laughs> One of the first, at least. Yeah, you know what? Mine's a yes too. I'm going. Get me the fuck out of here. I hate you, this place. You think we could podcast from Mars? No. I new episode new episode in six months, you know. Fairness with our internet connection, I imagine it'd probably be a lot better. Maybe. Bezos is oh, Bezos but five we got five G in our arms. Oh, I had with my the, second with second the COVID implant. shot, right? I had my second implant the other day, so Oh, see, I've only had one, and I've heard this new variant, the Delta variant that's going around. Yeah. Um, you're just pretty much fucked with if you've got the Johnson and Johnson one time like I did. Right. So I'm back to square one. Nice. Yeah. I've had the um what's effect of the most effective one. I've had the Pfizer one, which I've had twice. I didn't have a choice. Which, which is the one that you're um what did he call himself? Um, super vaccine distributor or whatever the hell he called himself, Trump. Uh, he was the one who declined millions, something like 50 million doses. Or was it 100 million doses? It might have been 100 million doses, enough for 50 million of your population to have them twice. And he declined them at the beginning. Basically. Basically, because he didn't want to have someone else's vaccine, he would rather wait, let people die while America makes their own. <laughs> money, money, money. Oh, yeah. You know who's really, really annoying me now is this green woman. The Republican woman. Dude, I am not wear a mask. up to date with anything or anyone Right all, now. all I know is I keep seeing articles about her. She seems like a real bitch. Well, basically, most she, senators um, are. She's refusing to wear a mask, and uh, she's she's the one who's headhunting this idea of they don't have to declare whether or not they've had a vaccine because it's against some human righty sort of thing to say whether or not they've had it, and um, they're trying to sue. Her and I think another politician are trying to sue Pelosi because I believe they've been fined for being on governor government premises 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 without premises premisei premisei without premisei you knew you get it eventually yeah yeah good old English um, <laughs> without masks on and so they're trying to counter sue and. What's really bothering me about it, it's not so much the fact that she's a bitch. She's obviously a bitch. Most of them are. They're all arseholes. But it's the fact that she seems to think that you become an elected official in government so that you no longer have to listen to the rules you don't like. It's like, right, now I've been elected. I'm going to work by the rules which I want put in place if I come into power, rather than thinking, no, I still have to do what the government says but if i want the rules changed to something that i want i have to go through the proper channels to get it changed and then i can do it whereas they seem to be behaving as though now i'm a government official i can do whatever the hell i think is right well honestly i thought that's why they got into it in the first place that's why i would that's why they all do it, it. Yeah. yeah look where i'm at look where i'm sitting right now i don't gotta listen to you i'm above the law it's basically like, I'm Republican, so I'm going to live by Republican rules, even though the Democrats are in and they've set the laws. It seems to be that attitude. And vice versa. Yeah. 
and vice. Oh yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not singling out the Democrat, the Republicans, or Democrats in this particularly, or anyone, or liberals, whoever. It's just it's wrong that they think that that's how it works. They should be the most staunch in following the rules. They should exactly. Example. And if they want them changed to what they want it to, then they have to go through the proper channels. They have to do the um, canvassing. They have to, you know, set all the bloody stages of it, go and get people to get behind them and then try and make an amendment or whatever the hell they're trying to get. That's yeah. how it works. Yeah. But you, you have to follow the current rules. Yeah. But I'm, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's like, if I ever got into that profession, it's not just for the, the title or the prowess. It's for that. Like, I don't have to follow shit anymore. You know? Yeah. You want to bribe me? the law now. What do you want to do? Bribe me. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'd be I dirty the, as hell. I would be I a make... dirty as hell official. All right. I'm just saying <laughs> that on camera right now. I don't want to say don't, you know, vote for me, but I mean, get me in there and I'll work for you with the right, you know, for the right. Yeah. Yeah. But basically, as we, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter who about voting because that's not how elections are won. No. Elections are won by how many people you say yes to. And I'm a yes man. Yep. <laughs> who, who can grease the hand the best, you know? <laughs> Work the shaft and swallow the gravy. <laughs> oh, you nasty. Sylvester Stallone, isn't it? And then mocked in Tropic Thunder. I was literally just watching that. <laughs> that's such a horrendous film. No, fuck no, dude. That is great. I know it is, but that's going <laughs> on one of our love to hate films. Yeah. For our movie episode. Like this movie has <laughs> a monster cast. Like the cast of this movie is insane and it's a stupid comedy. Robert Downey Jr. in blackface. In blackface. Next <laughs> next to a black actor. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean, you people? <laughs> for four hundred years. <laughs> I'm not Peter O'Malley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Great fucking movie. It is a great movie, <clears throat> but it's terrible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think that started uh, Robert Downey's comeback, though, right? Try making that film now. Oh, Ooh. fuck no. No, 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 no. Damn. That's making fun of yes, Robert Downey in blackface. It's making fun of war veterans. It's... <laughs> Yeah. Uh, ben Stiller killed a fucking panda. People aren't gonna like that shit. <laughs> oh no, no. Greenpeace, no pandas were harmed in the filming of this. <laughs> yep, nope. And he wears its head like a trophy. Yeah. And he's got poor cell reception as well, isn't he? Which Verizon aren't gonna like that. And no TiVo. No TiVo. We did get TiVo in the end. It, it it just got, a bit late. Got blown up. <laughs> I think it gets blown up. Yeah, it does get blown up. <laughs> good film <laughs> I it's again i quote from it all the time and yet i said i always say it's a terrible film but i still quote from it oh yeah <laughs> that's like half my vocabulary is from tropic thunder <laughs> yeah so we've been gone a little while what's new well i am now i ride a hog now you do ride a hog I don't actually, I haven't got it yet, but I bought it. So what are you waiting on? Delivery. 
they have to deliver it to you? Well, yeah, I, it's they can deliver it to me. Basically, um, that's not all I'm waiting on. Next next Monday, I have to do a compulsory basic training before I'm allowed to drive on UK roads. Okay. So it should the bike should be delivered to me next week, and then on the Monday <clears> I'll <throat> go and do my basic training, and then I'll be able to ride it. Sounds like you're going to the military, man. Pretty much. Basic training. You yeah. get your bike. I would be it's, impatient as hell. That's why I'm quite happy that it's not that it's being delivered next week. Because <laughs> otherwise, I would have been like sitting there going, "Can I ride it yet? Can I ride it yet? Can I ride it yet?" <laughs> oh, you would have been riding it when you weren't supposed to, huh? Probably. Yeah, that's not good. Still fun, I'll, but not good. I'll probably have it delivered to my work, and I'll leave it in the warehouse, and that means that weekend. I won't be able to ride it because it'll be locked up in work and I can't go and get it. Otherwise, yeah. I'd be too tempted. You work with women? Uh, there's women in the office where is I work. It, okay. I was going to say, is this just a stunt to to get eyes on you? Like, oh, whose bike is that? Oh, that's mine. No big deal. <laughs> I, um, I, I have, let's say be polite i have no desire to impress the women that i work with that's putting it nicely that is putting it <laughs> so they're slagathors then <laughs> they're, they're all they all have partners there you go they're taken they're all taken that's why okay. i'm a respectful and it's also it's in a workplace which means that i do not treat anyone you don't shit where you eat I d- well it's just, i i don't i don't see i'm gender blind when i'm at work we might have to edit this out, but that's the gayest shit I ever heard you say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's not true. <laughs> they can try and make you the blind where you work, but if you, like the shit that Google do, isn't it? You're not allowed to maintain eye contact with any one of the opposite sex for more than three seconds. That's just <laughs> creepy. You are not allowed to hug anyone. Hell no. Yeah, they do some weird shit to try and get rid of it out of the workplace. But at the end of the day, work is a new thing with sexual creatures. Yeah, exactly. Procreation like, um, is a natural desire. We have these, you know, computer-based trainings that we have to do for <clears throat> for people in any position in the company I work for. And I had one entitled women in the workplace and it was pretty much how to treat women in the workplace and i was just thinking how fucking sad is this that they have to make a training module to show people how to treat to show men mostly how to fucking treat a woman that you work with because people are dog shit it's it's crazy that people don't know how to treat each other with respect automatically yeah, yeah. but but they don't <laughs> and they're right they're right because i've seen it multiple times already yeah see i'm i guess you can consider the way i treated my staff and some of my coworkers as <laughs> sexual harassment allegedly um but if you had a microphone on me the way i spoke to them and they would give it right back but oh man i talk some shit to them it's it's tricky isn't it because like i always my humor is quite sexual 
make a lot of uh, innuendos and stuff. Yeah. But I've always been very, very careful, at least to make sure that no one is, it's not directed at anyone specifically. Like I'll make a general sexual comment, but it's never directed at anyone. Yeah. So like there was a thing where when I was in my old position running a kitchen, I had this new employee come in and you know, she was brand new and she was complaining about her back. And she asked me, do you know any ways to pop, pop a back? I think I just need to pop my back and I'll be fine. And I was like, I only really know one way. And cause I do it to my brother all the time, but you have to, you know, you have them cross their Squeeze arms around the back. Yeah. Yeah. You get them from back, from back and you just kind of yeah. pick them up. And well, I said, that's the only way. And you know, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not doing it. <clears throat> Well, I just said like that. That's the only way I know. Like, I would literally have to bear hug you from behind and like kind of yeah. jerk you up and down. And it was just like, okay, I'm like okay. And then you know, we go about our day, and she's like, "Can you do it?" This was like her first day on the job. Yeah. And I, I look at her and I'm like, "Are you are you serious?" And she's like, "Yes." And I'm like, "You're giving me permission to pop your back like that." And she's like, "Yes." I was like, "Let's go off camera still." <laughs> <laughs> so we have this blind spot. You know, we go to the blind spot where there's no camera, and I, I just kind of like, ah, okay, I'm, I'm out of here. Like I'm done. You know. <laughs> but yeah, like that's that's what it's come to now. You know. Yeah, <laughs> you have to be so careful. And the one thing is, is, women will get their side will be taken in cases where there's ambiguity and it's been give and take if the woman calls it and the man says, well, they were making the same comments towards me. You, you will be the one that gets uh, disciplined and yeah. have your job taken off you. And so, in, in my case, there were, in the area we were at, there was cameras on us, but there was no audio. So there's no way for yeah. me to defend myself. If she said, he yeah, just and did, say that you know. she, she, yeah. Yeah. So, and I mean, there was, there was a case at my work where, there was a lot of flirtation between two people. Both of these people are married and I don't think there was necessarily anything more to it. I'm fairly certain there wasn't anything more to it, but one of them decided they were going to make a accusation towards the other. Mm-hmm. And luckily in some ways is there was, there was nothing more. It didn't go any further because basically it was, everybody had seen the give and take between the two of them. Yeah. And it was like, everybody, you know, we, we all know there's been a give and take here. She'd already made accusations of other things. And also I'd heard in other places that outside work, she'd been uh, saying that basically all she wanted was a payout. <laughs> so she could go and get another job. <laughs> so yeah, she didn't really, um, didn't really do a good job of that. But it was already quite blue cry wolf by that point anyway. It's just dangerous, man. But it's even just... afterwards, they still flirt. They still flirt all the time, the pair of them. And it's like, well, if if he really made you uncomfortable, you wouldn't continue to flirt. Exactly. <laughs> you wouldn't, would you? No. After that, I would have been like, don't fucking talk to me. Yeah, but then, if they, but then if even, they... even saying that, like, don't talk to me, that's considered, you know, now you're ostracizing them and then you're that's a, that's yeah. another thing you know yeah they're still protected but then if there if there was any legitimate case towards it then the victim in that situation would not feel comfortable being you know anywhere near that person if they had been if there had been any sexual aggression or uh, there was nothing physical that happened it was just a comment 
which they believed went too far. But again, it's all subjective as well, isn't it? Yep. That's the risk you take. It is, yeah. And that's why you need to at least, at the very minimum, make it so it's non-personal. Exactly. Like even, what I do, even what I do is too much. I know that, but I always make it non-personal. I think I make it myself somewhat. I think I make it a little too personal. So I, I, I'm the type of person that thinks a tiny bit of flirt in the workplace is okay. Might even be necessary for morale or whatever, you know. Yeah. A tiny bit, but I'm different in the fact that I, uh, I do it more towards men. (laughs) I'm the same. (laughs) (laughs) That's the thing. I'm. It's just my sense of humor is to flirt. Exactly. So I can do it towards a man. And I'm fairly safe that no one's going to make any uh, accusations towards me. So I can go flat out with a bloke and just flirt like hell. Mm-hmm. Whereas with a woman, you have to be really, really careful because it's, again, it's non-personal. It's literally just my sense of humor. So if I'm flirting with a woman, I have to back it off like real far to make sure nothing could be taken to. Yeah. You have to, to be off. careful. So there's this guy I worked for when I uh, worked in this pharmaceutical warehouse me and this guy, you know, became buddies fairly quick. And we had kind of the, pretty much the same sense of humor. We would end up arguing like a married gay couple constantly. And everyone would always come out and be like, what, what the fuck? Like they didn't know what yeah. to do because me and, and, you know, we were just playing around. Yeah. And, uh, but we would yell at each other. Like we would push each other, like <laughs> we would like slap each other. <laughs> just all day long, just arguing like a gay couple. And our supervisor was just so used to it, you know, after a couple of months that he just didn't pay any attention to it. You know, like, Oh, John, John's screaming over there in the corner again. He's like, no, no, he's not. That's just, he's fine. He's, he's still working. Just leave him alone. You know, don't distract him. <laughs> it was a, uh, but yeah, like that's. There's, that's there's things thing. like I, I walked around a corner once and there was someone down um, picking something up on the floor and I almost went, Oh, why are you down there? <laughs> <laughs> and it was just like immediately i was like no yeah. no you can't say that even though again it's purely just a joke i know it's harmless they'd have known it was harmless but it's so difficult and the issue i again is really tricky because we spend so much of our lives at work yeah exactly and it was like being yes be professional don't make people feel uncomfortable of course you shouldn't no one should feel like that but it's a long time to rein your own personality back in it's a long time to try and become like a faceless cog in the you know workforce and that's how it used to be and people would actually come up to me and be like why don't we know shit about you talk to us and i'm just like nope yeah. i'm here to work you know but then i i, I tell people very little about myself exactly. always have done at work <clears throat> there's but, but the, there's only like a couple of people that know a decent yeah. about decent amount of stuff about me and I'm very careful with who I talk to. They know they know sort of my hobbies, but I don't tend to tell them what I'm actually doing with my life or where I'm going or I don't talk to them about any relationships I have outside work as well. I don't talk to them about my friends or potential relationships or anything like that because it's just something I don't want to discuss with people in a workplace. Yeah. So this new position I have now, I'm traveling. I spend most of my time driving. The places that I do go to, a lot of them, uh, I'm meeting new people, you know, or I'm starting to get to know them and 
kind of had to change my personality around because they want a friendly face walking in, you know, yeah. they don't want some nameless guy who doesn't speak because that's not my position. I'm there to motivate, you know, I'm there to, yeah. you know, be that guy. So it was, it's been interesting. These You have to past, become more ex- extroverted. Extrovert. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I am the definition of introvert. Mm-hmm. And so I've had to change around my personality a little bit and, I've actually found that it's, it's kind of helping me. Um, it's, it's weird, isn't it? They, they say like, put on a fake smile and it will help you actually feel happier exactly. within yeah. yourself. So me like forcing myself to speak to these people and joke around with them. I feel like I'm just naturally, you know, a funny guy. I like to joke around. I like to crack jokes. Yeah. And so I, you know, kind of joke around with them talk to them act like i'm interested and then you know i might i actually come home at the end of the day in a better mood and it's uh it's it's been interesting it's easy to wallow when you are an introverted person once you get in that hole it's yeah yeah someone someone can drag you out of it and quite often i find when you are wallowing like that you don't want someone to drag you out of it nope you 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 get into this position where it's like no I want to feel the way I feel just leave me alone and it's like no but it still does help when someone does drag you out of it but yeah yeah it's a slippery slope yeah I'm still a miserable bastard <laughs> <laughs> and I will continue to be I'm getting better me along with my extremely high dose of antidepressant. <laughs> go me it's so bad for you stick to stick to alcohol and cannabis it's so much better for you well, i heard if you walk outside <laughs> and look at a tree that it helps a lot does it no oh. not at all i'm surrounded by trees so that wouldn't be very helpful <laughs> oh, it's too hot it's <laughs> too hot here tree. for trees yeah i can see a wood over there i can see a forest <laughs> straight out my window Although I have to say, at times, I do sit and just watch the forest moving in the wind. And I do find that very calming. You know what I like? Uh, fish tanks. I am sick of fish tanks. I can sit there and just watch them. Just Yeah, I grew up with um, a house full of animals. And we used to, at one point, we had like five fish tanks in the house. Oh, well, I don't want to clean them or, you know, service <laughs> them or anything. I just want to look <laughs> at them. I'll go to someone else's place. and Okay, the subject. That I actually wanted to discuss in this episode it's online bullying interesting because there's been a lot of it going around at the moment uh the first big thing was during the well obviously loads of big things but recently there was the one for the um the england football team during the euros they went ended on a penalty shootout between them and italy and it just so happened quite unfortunately, that the two guys for England that scored were white and the three guys that didn't score for England were all black. So unfortunately, someone noticed that. I never would have noticed that myself, but someone no- people noticed that. And there were a lot of very, very racist tweets saying uh, only white guys in the future, stuff like that, and lots of racial slurs. Then there was an incident where Lewis Hamilton, who has been at the forefront of the um, Black Lives Matter movement. I'm not a fan of Lewis Hamilton anymore. I think he's a hypocrite. But 
he's still been one of the faces of it. He's put himself out there in fairness in some ways for being one of these spokespeople. But of course, that means when he does something which is people don't enjoy, they then attack his race because of this. So he, at Silverstone, which is the UK race, he went up the inside of Max Verstappen, who's leading the championship and was leading the race, um, went in too fast, braked, but skidded slightly, understeered, drove into the side of him and knocked him off. And he had a 51, 51G impact into the wall. Jesus. 51. Like, because then space may experience something like five to 10. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> Obviously, it's prolonged, but yeah, it was something like a 51G impact, sideways impact. So obviously that was very dangerous and the uh, adjudicating body decided that all that warranted was a 10 second penalty, which seemed very peculiar really. Yeah. So he went on and actually ended up winning the race, uh, which meant he took 25 points off of his opponent who was in the lead and was leading the championship and nearly killed him. (laughs) So, So he took a lot of racial abuse online after that race people very very unhappy with him saying he didn't deserve it granted it wasn't his decision to only have a 10 second penalty it was the adjudicating body that decided he was only that was all it warranted well that wasn't his decision he just had to do the best he could he's in the fight for a world championship so he was then booed after qualifying yesterday for the next race and he was booed when he came third in the race spoilers in the race race today because um, people are very unhappy with his the way he's behaved during the racing. And now there was also, I believe, there's been quite a lot of online booing. I don't think racial towards Simone Biles for the Olympics. Yeah, because she dropped out for mental health reasons. Out. Yeah, which, granted, in some ways, I'm not I'm not saying bullying is good, but I can understand why people find it difficult to understand because she was in a team event. And you'd think that if it was mental health based, you'd think, yeah, but I've got to do it for my team. However, what's come out, basically what she said, is she's got something that they call the twisties in gymnastics, which basically means when you start turning, you can't like you lose all your, you get completely disorientated. So you don't know where the floor is. And of course, when you're jumping 10 foot in the air and trying to land it, it's going to hurt if you, (laughs) if you land wrong, you're going to break bones. So basically, she's just saying, look, look, I can't compete like this because I'm going to do myself a really serious injury. Well, yeah, when you know, you know. For sure, yeah. So there's, I mean, like she's posted videos since like of her at a training facility where they've got soft landings where she's been trying to do the same moves and basically she can't land them at all, which if you do on a hard floor would cause serious injury. Yeah, so yeah. it's fair enough, isn't it, really, you'd think? But yeah, she's been taking a lot of criticism. So They should try it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you do it. Yeah, I can. I, I do a front flip and I don't know where I'm at and I'm disoriented as hell afterward. I, I can't do a roly-poly. I can't even do a cartwheel. <laughs> no, I can't either. <laughs> uh, whenever, uh, whenever I try and do like a forward roll, like... I just panic and my arms go limp and then I just fall over sideways. <laughs> I suck. 
Yeah, whenever I try to do a cartwheel, my feet never leave the ground. And... <laughs> are you supposed to do standing? Are you supposed to do a standing flip? But I don't know. At some point, I just lost all guts. Just all my cojones. <clears throat> anyway, the thing that I'm curious because a lot of this is centered around racism. But the thing that I think, to be honest, and people are sort of saying, oh, we need to end racism. We need to end racism. But I'm not so sure that I think that's the motivation here. I don't think the motivation here is racism. I think the online abuse that they're taking, people are just finding ways to break through the colossal amount of hate that any celebrity gets. And because racism is a hot button at the moment, if you hit someone for a racial attack, that then blows up and goes viral. Someone has a racial attack. Yeah. And it's like, you can get to them then. All these people are trying to do is find that one thing that will get through all of that and offend the person they're trying to offend. So, cause there's been a lot of, obviously um, there's been body shaming of, you know, larger actresses, singers, etc. Models, Again, especially. Yeah. And if, if they, if they, you know, these people, if they see, if it's getting to them, then they double down. And then it's like, yes, we found the thing that can upset them. So we're going to keep attacking it and keep attack, attacking it. Yeah. So I don't think the problem here is actually racism. I think the problem here is the, well, these people, I think the actual real motivation behind it is just pure jealousy. I don't think it is racism. Yeah. I don't think racism is fundamentally the problem with a lot of these people i'm not saying all of them are completely racist but when you see it going across attacking different individuals for different reasons it makes me think that no they're just trying to find that the hot topic the thing that they're self-conscious about the thing that's gonna really offend them that makes sense that makes sense there's people i've hated um not you know people i personally knew yeah. you know what there was there, there was actually a couple who were like amazing athletes and i couldn't do what they do and that's why i hated them for no other reason but that uh famous people on tv just because they can do what they do or they're too good at it and they just annoy the shit out of me like for sure and it's it's difficult when you see these people as well and they're not necessarily good people no there's nothing to say not they're going to be, just because they got a talent yeah it doesn't mean that they're necessarily going to be good people and that's why it's easy to but i think personally i think jealousy probably stems from the fact that the idolization the ad, adulation stuff like that that these people receive and basically they do no wrong you see these people sometimes committing crimes sometimes things that they should go to prison for tax evasion um caitlin jenner before she transitioned, hit someone with a car, killed them. Yeah. And they just get away with it. And ever, and a lot of the time now, celebrities will play the mental health card. And then people will start to feel sorry for them. And it's like, yeah, but if I do something shitty and I say, but my mental health's an issue, I don't get away with it. So I think there's also a jealousy in the side that these celebrities are able to get away with things that we as mere humans are not able to get away with speaking of mental health mental health and online bullying um are you up to date at all or aware of the you know the whole britney spears things that's going on right now some of yeah 
yeah so she's trying to basically trying to get her life back you know yeah and her it's her father i believe her father's fighting it because he has full control over everything yeah um so when she had her little breakdown and she was driving with her kid in the seat you know and she shaved her head all that stuff she received tons of hate um attributed to mental health problems from the massive amount of success and fame that she's had to deal with when she was a child you know she was 16 i believe when she got started I don't know what age she was, but she was young. I think she was 16 or 17 when she did Oops, I Did It Again and was dressed like a schoolgirl and became a sex symbol Mm -hmm. while she was not even an adult yet. Yeah. So I guess I'm just playing devil's advocate and going on the other side because I completely believe that that is 100% the fame and all that became just too fucking much and she just went batshit crazy for a little while. For sure, and child child stars i said i sure i might have said before i like i'm not a fan of ellen generous show mm-hmm. but it it was it is sometimes on in the mornings in the uk and sometimes i'll turn it on and it'll be on one of the channels that was on and as i flicked on in the morning there was the kid who played young sheldon yeah he was walking out to the crowd and a child to have that level they were cheering and screaming for him he was walking out he had his arms in the air like everybody love me. This is like a 10 year old child. And I'm like, when I think of that and I just think that kid is so messed up. Yeah. It will not be long before that kid's shooting heroin, you know, going to dirty prostitutes and God knows what driving drunk All that kid is ruined. And I keep seeing this and I keep thinking this isn't right. You can't let these child stars there's nothing wrong with children doing acting i don't think i think the issue in it is the way that we allow them to act with the public you know letting them go and talk shows letting them feel the fame yeah yeah i believe uh, go ahead finish well that, that i just think that's what's that's what's destroying them mentally is is the is the fame and the fandom we're not no one's mentally equipped to deal with that kind of thing no no and i believe if i was in their position i would be royally fucked i find myself excuse me i would be that guy that i would be sitting on a couch and i would have like my agent standing right next to me talking to you for me yeah and then like when you would answer he would have to tell me i would have to tell him my response for him to tell you like i i truly believe i would be that you know that kind of jackass um I would let it get to my head. Yeah. And these children will never, ever have to work. They'll be financially in a position. They will never, ever have to work. So you take or go to school or anything like that. Don't get me wrong. I think work's shit. But there's there's also a humility that's learned from having that kind of, that kind of upbringing, I think, which can ground you. These, these people aren't grounded no. when there's millions upon millions of people cheering for you and yeah it's, it's no no one's equipped for it it's, it's never been that way in all of human history it's mm-hmm. never been that way very rarely does someone come out the other side we well, think of all the, and... think of all the child actors think of one basically that hasn't gone completely nutso i want to say neil patrick harris but i haven't seen him recently <laughs> 
was he a child actor? Yeah, he was Doogie Hauser. Is that considered child though? He was like 13, 14. He was like 14. I still think though, 14. If if I got famous at 14, I would think well, okay. There's there's probably there's probably plenty, but then you think of like Lindsay Lohan, Macaulay Culkin. Uh you've got who was the kid who was in Two and a Half Men? Two and a half men. Michael oh, the Jackson. Little, yeah. Um, he went off I know what you're talking about. The little chunky yeah. kid. Yeah. Yeah. He went completely nuts. There's just this story after story. Miley Cyrus. Miley. Oh. How, what effort did she go to stop being seen as a child? It meant that she basically got on stage. She became a sex naked, symbol. Yeah. She became a sex symbol. Let guys touch her on yeah. stage. Like fans and stuff. So but that's the desire they feel to be recognized as a lot. I'm a woman now. I'm not still this child, but they're uh, not given time to like Maisie Williams from game of Thrones when she had her first sex scene and like the final season. Yeah. Everyone was flipping out. Like I even had people at work, you know, I'm asking them, you watch game of Thrones and they're like, no, I don't watch that pedophile stuff. I'm like she's over 18 now. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. She, she, I don't think she was, well, she no, she was she was a child then, but I think she was quite well protected in the beginning. Mm-hmm. I think they did a fair decent job of protecting her in the early days. Yeah, they did. But again, it comes down to the parents. The parents pushed. Look at Justin Bieber. Their parents pushed him like hell, and he's messed up. He's mm-hmm. so messed up. In fairness to him, he took himself out the limelight for a while because he knew that he was he couldn't deal with it. Headed down the wrong road. For sure. He hit someone with his car, didn't he? he killed him. I didn't know he didn't kill him. He hit one of paparazzi with his car. In fairness, though, I probably would too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's easy to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Scum of the earth. <laughs> <laughs> Speed bump. It's all right. It was a person. Oh, 10 points then, you know. Paparazzi just need to leave people alone. But yeah. But again, that's that all comes down to the same issue. This... Um, fandom thing that we've got going on it's just not healthy no no definitely not but yeah back to to sort of the bullying side of it i just because there was a i don't know if you've heard of the band little mix no they're a british band that came from like um britain's got talent or x factor or one of those basically it was three very attractive young girls and one still still attractive enough girl but i think in comparison she was comparatively not as attractive as those and she is just more well built than them physique wise she wasn't she wasn't even fat but she took a lot of body shaming abuse online loads of it and it was getting to her she was reading it she was looking at it it was getting Uh, to her see that's that's like the number one rule they tell you they'll never read the comments and that's the thing i mean you've got to sort of say like turning other cheek isn't right it isn't right because you shouldn't have to face it in the first place but at the same time the anonymity that people feel and the jealousy and the desire to offend people they're gonna do it we haven't we haven't come up with a system that can protect online from that yeah it's almost a big yeah there was a big case recent no you said what you were gonna say i was gonna say it's almost like a defense mechanism now just yeah like you don't even have to not like them it's just it's sometimes it's even the thing to do because it's the thing to do. Like sometimes you're bored. <laughs> exactly. I don't know how many times I've been watching a video and I'm like, well, that was worthless. Let's call him a moron, you know. 
Yeah. And I mean, I'm sure we'll get it on ours. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not it. because we're not likable. It's we're lovely people. They're just trolls. I swear. Yeah. yeah they just they're just jealous. Yeah, it's just pure jealousy of our fame and fortune and peanut butter and jealous. That's all they are. Um, anyway, there was a case recently. I was gonna say which, Ro- um, Roseanne Barr when she was on her Lunesta racist rant. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. it's just intoxication. Yeah, it can be. Yeah, and the the, the stories about the stuff that she was on, like I'm sure it was on Joe Rogan, who said about Kevin James, said that he like got up and made himself like a chicken dinner ate it and then went to bed, woke up the next morning. It was like someone's been in the house. <laughs> Adderall? No, it wasn't Adderall, was it? Adderall? No, it wasn't. That's what kids have, isn't it? No, no, no. That's the crazy shit they give kids. Yeah, that's the one they help you pay attention. ADHD. Something, something I feel like I, I need. I, uh, no, that shit's crazy. I have this that thing where I can, I can be staring someone right in the eye as they speak to me and then they're like, so what do you think? And I'm like, I didn't retain a word you said yeah but um, Adderall's Adderall's an upper I'm fairly sure it's an upper it is an upper people use it to do uh, college students use it to pull on nighters yeah I mean so you're giving someone who's probably got nothing wrong with them whatsoever other than the fact that they're not suited to being in an education sitting down be quiet yeah look at the board they're not suited to that no one's suited to that they're children they run around they shout that's what they're supposed to do so they give them an upper to make him pay attention more. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? Well, there's another way. <clears throat> uh, I have a nephew who is extremely hyperactive, like yeah. constantly get in trouble because he can't just sit down and be quiet. Yeah. He's always, he talks a mile a minute. He, he has to be up. He has to be moving. Um, yeah. Before school, they give him a glass of uh, soda, Mountain Dew, or a cup of coffee. And he's calm. So he crashes. <laughs> no, he's just calm. Like he's just yeah. calm. He can sit and concentrate. So you're fighting, you know, this this extreme amounts of energy with more yeah. energy and it just kind of balances out it's yeah it's weird isn't it yeah <clears throat> um there was a case recent um due to this football thing there was something that came about which i thought was actually a very dangerous step in society but people didn't seem to agree with me because they were taking it at face value it was um basically they were saying if someone had been flagged for online racism on like twitter or something they were no longer going to be allowed to go to football games now okay on the face value that sounds like well that sounds like some sort of way of trying to be a deterrent against doing it get ahead of it it marks a stage in our society it marks a big stage where you're saying right now your online activity affects the social things you're allowed to do in your real personal life so they do that for employment anyway. Like, I don't know how many times I've been applying for a job, but they, they do, say, yeah. you know, lock all your social media yeah. or. Yeah. Again. Yeah. For, for employment. But this is, this is a step towards social activities as well. So Outside it's a, of work. Yeah. It's a next step onto that because going to a football game is, is, you know, you're now becoming a social prior. It's now saying you can't even take part in things that you enjoy doing outside of the workplace because of your, abuse online which is a big step forward and in some ways i think it's quite a dangerous one in there's obvious cases where it's absolutely you sort of think well that's obvious that's fair if someone's being online racist you think well fair enough no problem but again it's 
where does the line get drawn? Where's the gray area? It's when you start looking back and saying, look, online activity affecting the real world. You and me say it, we make jokes. Yeah. I've, I've written stuff on our Facebook page, which is purely jokes. I'm just purely mockery, but someone could go and take that and say, right, we're not going to allow you to uh, go into the supermarket anymore. You're going to have to get home deliveries. Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> the uh, debates and uh, arguments that I've gotten into yeah. online, you know, if that was the issue, I, I would be on house arrest right now. Same. And <laughs> it's often because I'm not able to get my point across in a way that's descriptive enough for people to understand or a lot of the time it's purely that people aren't interested in what I actually have to say. They're interested in shouting at me over the thing that I think they think that I meant. And even when I correct them and say, that's not what I mean, I promise you what I mean is this. They still keep going at me about the thing that they've misinterpreted in the first place. Context. For Context. sure. It is. Yeah. And it's, it's easy to misinterpret something that's written because when you haven't got some face to face, there's no face to face. There's no uh, tone to it. There's you can't take the you can't take the context or the uh, motivation behind it. Exactly. That something like that actually happened to me recently. It was a text that was taken out of context because, you know, again, it was me making a stupid joke. Yeah. But there was no toying. There no toying. Jesus Christ. Yeah. There was no. You know. There was the tone in my voice wasn't there. My facial expression wasn't yeah. there, and no inflection. Yeah. So then I had to explain myself, and yeah. then. In fairness, that's something that emojis have been very helpful for. <laughs> yes. No. Seriously. It does give some <laughs> level. It gives some level of ability to express yourself and express what you mean. In fairness, but it never works for me. Yeah, I think that time I didn't use emojis either. Yeah. That that text just didn't have them. I mean, I'm not that kind of person. I don't like emojis. I don't like any of that kind of shit. But I should start using them more because it would help. You know what's great? Someone who uses, like, the perfect GIF. Oh, yeah. GIFs are great. Oh, I fucking love those things. <laughs> yeah, there's so many. To- what's annoying I find now is that it's like, oh, I know the perfect gift for this. And you search for it and you search for it and you can't find it. Fuck. I find what I always like is in the discussion of abortion. There's a great line from Peter Griffin when he says, um, <laughs> I only want to protect them while they're in the womb. After that, they can go fuck themselves. <laughs> <laughs> and I always want that gift because that is the attitude. <laughs> yeah, it was from Jay and Silent Bob. Yeah, it was uh, from Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back when he's <laughs> when he first sees Shannon Elizabeth and he gets his boner in his pants and you know Silent Bob puts the cup over it and he's like I think I just filled the cup I was looking for that one and it wasn't there <laughs> it would have been perfect because <laughs> that uh, it was a good one where I wrapped someone up in a bit of a hypocritical thing because they had a they were anti-vaxxer they had it in as like a a, oh no they had um i don't care if you're vaccinated as a wheel on facebook and they were weighing in on a thing about um abortion so i wrapped them up basically saying so what you're saying is you don't wish to protect anyone using a vaccine to try and stop people dying in once they're born but you don't want them to be killed when they're in the womb 
It's like, is that not a bit hypocritical? <laughs> so I think they deleted their comment after I did that. I wrote it in a very good way rather than just saying like that. But yeah, I think they deleted their comment on the flat one. Yeah, I've actually been like, I've been off the Facebook for a while. Uh, I kind of miss those things. I I get caught up in them sometimes too easy. Well, that was a thing. Like it's too easy to draw, like you know hook line and sinker. I'm in there. I'm fucking arguing with you. <clears throat> it, it it doesn't affect my mood. That's the thing. That's why it doesn't bother me too much because it doesn't affect my mood. And part part of me, because I'm not getting enough mental stimulation generally in my own life, it does give me some mental stimulation. I like a debate. Exactly. That's what I was saying. I, I love I just, a debate. I just like to debate with people. It's just fun. And then when yeah. you and when you can nail them and they at that stage where they're just like, uh, uh, you're like, yeah, I got you. But I don't even mind too much. Too much if I lose in some ways. It's like it's like even if if you've opened my eyes up into something that I haven't considered, it's how you become a more rounded person. Mm-hmm. If you're too scared to have a conversation on something because you're so bothered about whether or not you're right or wrong, it's like you're never going to learn. And there have been moments where I've been having this online discussion, and I'm sure that I'm right, and then someone will say something, and I was like. I suppose if you do come at it from that angle, then it's not necessarily that I'm wrong. It's just that is a, a wider thing to consider. Yeah. Sometimes. And there are times that I am wrong completely, but I generally don't write something if I haven't thought it through very, very thoroughly first. <laughs> See, that's where I make the mistake. <laughs> I'm just impulse coach. And then someone will, you know, like, well, expose the holes in my argument. And then I read it back and I'm like, oh, th- yeah, this wasn't exactly what I wanted to write. <laughs> I'm that guy. Yeah. I'm that <laughs> Who, when guy. someone else writes something impulsive, I go onto their thing and start picking all the holes in it. And then I'm like, wait, no, what I really meant was, and it's like, <laughs> nope, all my credibility has gone already. <laughs> yeah. <Okay. laughs> There's a, a big debate I got into with this girl and I, it was a, there was a, there's something about um, if someone steals a Tesla, does it become an Edison? But at the top, it said, uh, <laughs> it said some people might not get this. Yeah. And uh, loads of people were putting comments saying, oh, I've only got an IQ of 100 and I get it. And I, I, I never even passed my GCSEs or A-levels and I got it. And so I put for clarification, I put on there. I don't think the thing at the top saying some people might not get this is in reference to their lack of intelligence or ability to understand. I think it's saying that some people might not know that Edison was known for stealing all of his inventions. Yeah. I think that was what he's in reference to. And this woman come back, oh, you do need intelligence to understand jokes. And I said, no, 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 no. No, that wasn't what I said. I didn't say you didn't require intelligence to understand jokes. It was, it was, it was the debate was in knowledge. I said, I was saying it's saying that you might not have the knowledge. And they were saying, oh, you need knowledge and intelligence. I know you need knowledge and intelligence. I'm saying the comment at the top was in reference to someone not having the knowledge. It wasn't trying to say that you're not smart enough. Perfect we example. Real long debate. Yeah. Perfect example. I had an employee, and this again stems to you know possible sexual harassment at work, whatever. So me and another employee, a woman, would make dirty jokes. Yeah. Uh, this other employee almost never got the joke 
yeah. because she grew up in a different atmosphere. You know, yeah. she wasn't allowed to do a lot of stuff and she was kind of sheltered from all that. And she was just a, like basically grew up a good kid and is now a good, you know, a good adult. Doesn't necessarily watch the stuff we watched or have the sense of she, she was funny. She was very funny, but dirty jokes she would yeah. not get them like we would say the joke we would laugh hysterically and then i'd have to explain what it meant because yeah. i mean other jokes fine yeah it was no yeah. problem but dirty jokes innuendos and all that stuff right over her head mm-hmm. and again that's not from intelligence that's just from different upbringing you know yeah. not not being a complete fucking pervert like i grew yeah. up as because well they they put some um some quote in there saying intelligence is the ability to apply knowledge to something and i said yeah that's true but what i said was contextual you couldn't take what i statement out of this conversation and have it as a universal truth it's a truth when it's in relation to this it's re- i'm referencing this and yeah. saying i believe this statement is saying some people might not get it because they don't have the knowledge i'm not saying you don't require intelligence to understand things but she would not change from what and then she wrote something along the lines of i already said that i thought you were you were partially right and i look back for the comments and i was like no you didn't <laughs> and then some other guy come in and tried to be like an intermediary yeah and saying you're both right and that's what i was saying i was saying yes you're right but what i'm saying is in relation to something it's not but yeah it's just and i just thought why am i doing this <laughs> Why am I having this conversation? Well, there was an interesting one that I, this happened, I think it was right before I shut my, my Facebook down. So there was like an article on, I think it was you, someone, no, I saw an art. It was like, um, like an advertisement for something that they were going to start making these, uh, these dresses that show you where men, where you get groped actually, like yes. it can show yeah. you where, where you get touched. Yeah. And like, again, it's just fucking sad that they have to do that. And I'd put a comment on there and I was like, when I was younger, I would hear stories about this, mm-hmm. like women from women, just specifically women. Um, you know, I was walking over here and some guy just tried to grab me or, you know, someone yeah. said this to me and I, I honestly couldn't believe it. I'm like, because I was raised with, you know, respect you don't do that to a woman yeah. where I'm coming from. They would knock your head off. So to me, it was just like something I couldn't believe. And I'm like, no, like there, there can't be people like that. Like they're really, that can't happen. So on my comment, I said, you know, as, as a younger, as a, as a young man, I, I, my, I would hear stories like this from my friends or family members. And I wouldn't believe the whole story. I would believe that they were just kind of exaggerating a bit, Yeah. but now as a, grown man seeing what i've seen like just in front of me like i come i completely get it and it's fucking sad and then this feminist just tried to destroy me like well then why don't you just start believing women i said no that wasn't the issue the way i was brought up was you don't do that to a woman because you get your ass beat you know and it was just hard for me to believe it back then i was young i was like innocent you know i didn't for sure i didn't know that shit it's hard for you to believe something that you wouldn't do at that age it's like, well, I would never, ever do that. I find it hard to believe that anyone would ever do that. So when people tell you stories like that, it's like someone tells you a story about rape and you go, yeah. I find that hard to believe that yeah. anybody would have that desire. 
but it doesn't mean that I don't believe it happens. Yeah. <laughs> and just, yeah. and my, my response to her was like, don't try to shame me for something that I knew absolutely nothing about. Yeah. Like, that's like me trying to shame you because you don't know who, you know, if we want to talk football or whatever, because you don't yeah. know the starting lineup for the fucking Dallas Cowboys or whatever, some bullshit yeah. like that. I was like, how, like, you don't, you don't do that to someone. I was like, I know what I know now. I didn't know it back then. And I had all these women, you know, supporting me, like, you know, when I was younger, I used to be like that too, or I can understand from someone who was raised like this, as opposed to yeah. someone who was raised like this and still, it's... and then she still put another comment under it. Like just, just trying to shame me because, you, you know, you can't, you can't learn. You, none of us are ever going to learn everything in the world. Your entire exactly. life, you're going to go through learning new things every minute of every day, pretty much. You're going to continually learn new things. You're, not going to, you're never going to learn everything. So to shame someone for not knowing something is just, it's the epitome of petty behavior. It's just, I, it's one-upmanship. It's like, yeah. I, want to shame you. I want to make you feel bad for not knowing something. For, and it's like, well, because there was a big thing online for a while of basically people were literally just saying um it was to do it, it was it was just after the black lives matter movement really as people were saying basically go away and do research before you comment yeah all of this stuff and it was like i'm not saying anything offensive i'm just saying my opinion and if someone wants to comment back then i'll have a discussion with them this is how i am learning by having discussions with people i remember i put something once about the um lgbtq etc et yeah yeah um because they were having pride uh festival and i was they'd put a very confusing video out for pride which i found very very confusing because what if um straight couples were treated in the same way gay couples were and it's basically the the um can't be mad at that no and it was it was, it was a perfectly good video i yeah. liked it but it was counter to the pride movement because i thought the whole um atmosphere of this video was just basically say look don't treat us any different it was you know you it's the same as anyone else we're a normal couple with i get it we, yeah we have our own personal things and then but it was likened to this pride movement where obviously you have big flashy floats, people expressing themselves and whatever they want, however they want to. And I sort of said, so treat us the same as everyone else, but come and watch us do things that you would never, ever see anywhere else. And I thought, well, that's, that was a bit confusing to me. And I, I made some sort of slightly quippy mark, but it, it was nothing offensive to it. It was just sort of about the, you know, how they were both at polar opposites almost in a way. And yeah, people, people really, and I was saying, but then afterwards I sort of said, oh, well, if you want to know my real opinion, I think that pride marchers have probably, at least in first world countries, have probably had their day and they're probably better, probably doing more harm than good now. Now, the reason I said was basically because I think, I still kind of think the same, is we've reached a point where most young people now don't think being gay is peculiar, weird. They accept being gay as what it is. It's just a, it's just a, a natural inclination, desire. It's just, it's just normal. But as soon as you have this pride thing, where which there has been cases where they've said, oh, you can't have a straight float, 
and stuff, you can come and celebrate our diversity, but you can't have your own involved. And I thought you're kind of almost creating this point of yin and yang now. Yeah. And it's like, well, if you have this big flashy event that celebrates your diversity from other people, you're going to get people who on the other side are going to go, I don't want to see this. I don't like this. I'm not allowed to be involved in this unless I'm being involved on your behalf. So I was at a point where I was curious as to whether or not it had probably reached a point where because the acceptance level had reached a certain point, it could potentially be doing more damage than good. Because I also think about similar in the racial thing. I think racism will die out. If you stop giving it a platform in the media, because racism's taught, no, no one's born racist. Yeah, it just doesn't happen. Exactly. There, there is certainly a, a tribal instinctual part when you see someone who is different. There will be an instinctual tribal thing in you that, you know, makes you think, "Well, they're different. Am I safe with this person?" But. Well, as soon as you start to interact with these people, see them on TV acting in exactly the same way as anyone else does because they're normal people, the racial side of it will fall away. But if you keep giving a foothold to all of these things in the media, I actually think sometimes you're actually creating the opposite. And you're seeing the polarization in America at the moment with all of these different things, not just racism trans thing you're seeing massive polarization yeah and in some ways i feel like the celebration of these things is actually creating the opposite the same end of the spectrum but on the other hand maybe you've got to go through that to get to the point in society where everything meets in the middle again i don't know yeah um did, did i tell you about the first time my son saw a little person no <laughs> so he's he was four or five we had just gotten him a haircut and this little person walks into the barber shop and my son looks at him looks at me and then i see his arm go up to point and he's loud you know when he talks everyone hears it <laughs> i see his finger go up like to point and i kind of just like like and just real quick just like and he's just like yeah and then he just kind of forgot and he looks over again. I was like, "What? Well, we're done. Let's go. And I just pick him up. And I was like, Dude. I was like, don't point at people. Like, you can't do that. And he's like, oh, okay. But it was just, it's just instinct real quick. Just, whoop. he's like, it just kind of erased him for a little bit, you know? For sure. But then the thing is, once you explain to them about that situation yeah. in the future, they'll have learned. And they'll go, oh, there's, there's, there's no danger here. Or there's yeah, no exactly. need to be confused. That's that's what it was education process yeah i had to you know but your son wasn't gonna say let's mock him yeah exactly that's not what he was gonna say he was gonna just ask you what's going on here because i've never seen someone like that before why is he short but you know yeah even that's rude in itself even though he doesn't know know. exactly it's supposed to be rude but it isn't rude kids are kids are inquisitive and they've got to go through that process to learn yeah 